What makes a person of interest? All right, Coach Michael Burt, I'm here at the Lodge today. I'm excited to have my good friend, uh, an 8% founder, entrepreneur, speaker, coach, leader. Pretty good looking dude, too. Come on now. I know we, this is this is a good looking conference we're going to have. We got you and Bradley and Chuck McDowell and Tori Cruz and Rob Luna. And, man, yeah. I'm telling you. What, was, was, was that a requirement when you were like, hey? I, apparently it was. <laughs> Smart and talented and good looking people. So, Cody Askins, uh, we're going to be talking today about this Monster Nation conference that you're going to be speaking at September. We're having 8th and 9th. You'll be there on the 9th, uh, speaking in Nashville, Tennessee. And, you know, you got your own big conference coming up. So you are obviously a big believer. And I think probably as much as anybody. Mm-hmm. I go back to when you sat on the front row at 10X. You got in the room. You paid for the most expensive ticket. You sat on the front row. And it ignited a real hunger and prey drive in you to go do this. And I think that's probably a testimony that I'd like for you to tell on, on the power of being in the room with people who can really activate that prey drive. So go back to that time when you went to 10X, you and your wife sat on the front rows where we met and how that kind of ignited this almost just a, just a gargantuan vision in you. Yeah. Yeah. Talk about that. Yeah. You got it, buddy. Also too, you know, I don't know if I'm as intelligent as Chuck and Brad, but I'm definitely better looking. There you go. That's for sure. There you go. Uh, so this thing started. I, I first got the chance to see you speak 2018 Vegas 10X, 10,000 in a room. I'm watching you up there doing your thing. And I'm like, I'm like, man, I need to be doing more of this. So my grandfather has was a Baptist pastor for 40 something years. I watched him speaking and preaching at evangels and camp meetings and churches growing up. And I always remember, man, like I, it's cool to be down here but I want to be up there one day. Right. And so it started early when I was 10 years old. Like I had a desire, a deep desire to speak. And I was never, I was not invited to speak yet. And other people are watching this. Maybe you're not invited to speak yet, but maybe you haven't warranted the right to speak yet. Right. right? Like you had to see me speak for years before you even comfortable watching me speak. I also had to speak for years before I could actually get halfway decent at this. Right. I'm not as good as you and a lot of other people, but I'm getting there. I'm learning. I'm committed. I'm growing. Well, along the way, I said, okay, I want to speak, but nobody's inviting me to speak. Poor Cody. Well, maybe if I did my own conference and I built it up to thousands of people and I learned and I forced myself out of my comfort zone to go speak, maybe I'll get better at speaking. Maybe I'll attract hundreds of thousands of people as a part of our niche to connect and collaborate and they'll see me more as a speaker. I can help them. We can lift each other up and then maybe I'll be invited to speak on other stages. And so it definitely did. I mean, we've got a wristband on that says expand your vision. Yep. Dude, that event expanded my vision. It was almost, it was kind of weird. It was almost like um, events, like big decisions. I believe big decisions happen at big events. Yeah, it's good. I don't know what happened, man, but I was unlocked at that event. Every time I go to an event, it's like, it's like I'm my, my my potential is unlocked. Like I'm allowed to be this freakish animal, this monster producer that I am and that I always knew was there, but I, I never like unlocked it, so to speak. And events will do that for me. And Monster Nation will do is going to do that for a lot of people. Yeah. Well, and I think, you know, it was it was I was trying to go back in my mind and start thinking about when I went to events early. And I was a basketball coach. 
So yeah. I went to coaching clinics. Okay. And I, I, I was telling the other guys I was interviewing earlier today, I'd go see a guy like Rick Patino speak, mm. watch him on television. He's coaching at Kentucky. And then I would go see him speak. And it, it was worth the price of admission just to see him walk into the room. Yeah. And the confidence that he exuded. And or, or I was a women's coach. So watch Gino Ariyama, who was this great coach at, at UConn. And watch how he interacted with people. And man, it's just, it's just, there's a power in being in that room. And, you know, so all of us that are speaking at Monster Nation have been hand selected because of something they've done that's been big. Bradley started Lightspeed 20 years ago. Chuck McDowell's got a $100 million uh, timeshare company. You created a conference that's going to have over 2,000 people at it. Yeah. And so there's, there's, there's these moments in life that I really want to encourage people of why they need to experience the energy mm. in the room. Now, for you, let's talk about speaking as a strategy. Yeah. Because, you know, you're speaking now. It's probably one of the number one things you do, right? Yes. In, I'll speak about it. Virtually. Yeah, and probably. What's the intention? Like, to explain yeah. to the audience what the strategy is. Yes. Yeah, so, so I'll speak over 100 times this year for sure. I mean, if you include webinars and Zooms like this, it's probably like 250, right? However, I'm speaking so much, but I used to ignore. I used to think, well, speaking is old school. You know, like Dan Kennedy's got the book, Speak to Sell, right? That's old school. It's an old book, whatever, right? But dude, getting around you and seeing how much you spoke and how much you floated around the world speaking in front of people, I do believe now at this stage of my career I didn't always believe it, but I've proved it to be true. And I've watched it from you to see it to be true. It's the number one strategy yep. to marketing and sales. Like it's a number one way to fill a massive list, which you do as well as anybody. And it's another phenomenal way to actually convert on that list. And so I've made it a really key focus. I've got someone that's they're committed full time to get me on stages around the around the industry. Um, I'm, I'm actually leaving Friday to go speak in Riviera Maya. Like I'm, I'm speaking all the time and I love it. I have a passion for it. Um, something, if something special happens when you connect with an audience on stage. I would say one of the things that I've learned from you the most on and that people are going to see time and time again at, April, at Monster Nation is how good you and other speakers are at telling stories. Yep. The best speakers in the world are phenomenal storytellers. It's all about the connection with the audience. And so I'm studying keynotes. I'm watching people. I've, I've seen you speak. I remember what, I remember me and you after your cruise a few years ago. This was early. This was January 2020, I think. We came off your cruise. Brad Lee was on there. We had a great cruise. It was awesome. And then you and I traveled up to an insurance office to speak. Yep. And I saw you tell this story about how somebody like you were up in somebody's grill playing defense and they pushed you and they shoved you and then you just got up and decked the dude. And I'm like, what's funny is I saw you, you were watching the audience and you totally stopped what you were saying and you pivoted that story and you like paused perfectly. And I was watching and the follow through and your stance, all this stuff. I'm like, man, this dude is a freaking professional. I don't tell stories like coach Burt. And so even that moment for me, when we hung out together, I was like, dude, I've got to up my game at this at this storytelling piece. And so I use it as a strategy to get people in. We have what virtual we have a virtual conference earlier this year with 1,700 people on Zoom. We'll have over 2,000 live in Dallas actually purchase seats. We're about to hit 2,000. Um, and so I can tell you this: if someone's out there listening and they want to explode a brand, they want to scale a company faster than they've ever scaled it. 
learning what you know and what I've learned from you and others, this strategy is the number one way to do that quickly. And they always say, hey, you know what's funny is we always hear your network is your network. Well, you need to be a part of a network before you can get invited in stages too. Like you get around Monster Nation and dude, I've been invited to several stages just because I spoke at Monster Nation last year, right? Numerous. Well, I had to get in the room. I had to pay my dues along the way just to get exposed and showcase my talents and work my way into rooms. Well, I think what you're saying is exactly right. And I think being in the presence of people who are who are doing big things, mm. you know, you look at prey drive activators, exposure, environment. Uh, there's, there's a good friendly competition, right? Because you want to do well and you want to perform well. But I think, you know, I just think that that when you think about Monster Nation, it's for small business owners. It's for entrepreneurs. It's for anybody looking to grow. Yes. No, no matter what, no matter what you do for a living, it's for looking for people to grow. Now, we talked about speaking as a strategy because one of the things you're going to be speaking on is how do you use speaking to drive leads, build a personal brand, mm. which is probably part of your number one thing that you've done. When you made a decision, I'm going to build a personal brand to become known in the insurance space. Comes with a, yes. comes with a, a lot of investment, comes with uh, a lot of time and energy, comes with spending money on YouTube, comes with all the things you do to become known in the world, right? Yes. But speaking builds that affinity, and you're going to be talking about that. Now, let's talk about, I've asked all the speakers this, what's your view on money? Mm. How do you see money? Because I think this has changed for you, and, and yeah. part of the conference is helping it change for other people and how they see money, because so many people have money roadblocks. Yes. How do you see money? I view money now. Along the way, I viewed it differently, man, but now... I just see it as a way for me to get from point A to point B. I see it as I see it as a tool. I see it as I see it as an investment for me to hit that next level in life, right? So along the way, I had this view of like, should I really spend it all? Should I really go all in? Should, should, I should just hold a little bit over here. I should do this. I should do that. Now I'm like, no, no. Either I'm committed to going all in and exploding this brand and exploding this movement and doing something special, or I'm just not, right? And so. Um, I've invested over these last, I would say these last four years, I've invested more in getting attention in the insurance industry more than anyone else I know from an individual standpoint. And I can tell you that it's paid off. We've got nine different companies. We're going to do about 25 million bucks across those nine different companies, over a hundred staff, multiple offices, multiple buildings on the campus here in Springfield, Missouri, Little, in Little Springfield, Missouri, you can do it anywhere. But it came because I took a massive risk. The first conference, little club area at Nissan Stadium. Chuck McDowell was there. You were down there. Cardone was there. Tim Story was there. Ray Lewis. It was a special event. Well, I had no business throwing that. But at some point in life, and this is, this is what's going to happen at Monster Nation. Someone's going to buy a ticket today. They're going to go to Monster Nation. They're going to attend it. And then something in their brain is going to click. And their potential is going to be unlocked like my was. And then they start to think, well, I can do this, even though technically they haven't proved they can do this at all. And then they go do it and they do it again. And they just keep one up and, and they spend more money and they pull it off in a bigger way and they learn along the way and they get better. And now we know a lot more. The team is phenomenal and it just continues to grow. Uh, but I've used money along the way. I even view people uh, back to money. I view people as an investment. Yep. 
I don't view them as an expense because it, it expands. The more people I have on my team, the more my revenue line grows every single time. Let me ask you this question because you spend a lot of money or invest a lot of money in marketing, advertising, YouTube. Yeah. How do you measure the return on that? Is it pure return on objective? I want to become known. And you believe that by becoming known, you get more leads, you get more deals, you get more opportunity. Or yeah. is there a way you're tracking it to say, you know what, we put money into this. We put 150000 in, we made 300000 How do you track that? Yeah, it's kind of interesting. A lot of the things we do, some we do, but a lot of it, we do not get an immediate return on investment. Yep. However, with everything we have going on and how much saturation we have in the space, and even if somebody's not meant for, to work with us right now, and you've seen this, where they've, they, they will eventually come around and work with us, we end up seeing a lot of those dollars long-term the return on investment is absolutely insane. I would say every dollar I'm putting in, I'm not always getting a dollar back immediately, but I'm getting 10 back in the next few years, right? In a massive way. And so I, I also view it as like, as long as it's growing our brand and what we're doing and the exposure, I will get it back later, even if I don't get it back up front, right? And so we've proved that along the way. And so I do think about that much differently now to where it's not all about the immediate return, because later on, I'm going to end up with a lot more dollars than whatever amount of money I put into the little slot machine. You right. know? Well, I think when you think about this, that's that these are big things that take courage. Mm -hmm. Back when you rented Titan Stadium, it took courage. That's immediately when I knew I liked Cody. It's, I didn't know Cody personally, by the way, when he told me to speak at that conference. <laughs> he just said, you know, the person that called me just said he's doing it at Titan Stadium. And I said, all right, I'm interested. Because if he's got enough courage, takes courage to spend money, takes courage to hire staff, takes courage to expand, takes courage to get out there and speak on the road in front of people, takes courage to be on social media, takes courage, man. And yeah. I really believe you build courage muscles when you get around other people who have courage. Mm. And, and, and when I'm looking at the speakers that are coming, you, we've got Rob Luna, who's on Fox Business every week, who's, who's helping me with the greatness factories and uh, financials and things like that, helping very high net worth people play at higher levels. He's helped people go take their companies public, liquidity events, just one of the smartest dudes in the world. That dude's brilliant. Yeah. And and we got you. We've got what you're doing with 8% and building a brand in, in your space. We've got Chuck McDowell's built a $100 million timeshare company. We've got Brad Lee. who's awesome. built Lightspeed and is really building a personal brand that's blowing up like crazy. My gosh. And I mean, I think the lineup is tight. I think it's going to be great. We've got some surprises that we're going to be having, some concerts for edutainment. If you're coming to Nashville, we got to entertain you with some good country music. Yes. So, man, I'm excited about uh, having you. I'm excited about speaking at 8%, which is coming up. Yeah. And that's going to have, you know, you, you, you're what, probably got 2000 people that are going to be excited about that. Yeah. That thing has grown exponentially. So, you know, you wake up every day and you get after it, man. That's what I respect about you. Thank you. And you put time and energy into it. You're a stand up person. And uh, and so we're excited about having you at at Monster Nation, man. And uh, I think you're going to I think you're going to get up on that stage and you're going to crush it. And you're going to outline the value of speaking as a strategy. And I think people are going to see that it's opening people's minds to this possibility. So, Cody, thanks for thanks for coming on today, man. I'm excited about having you. Excited about seeing you at Monster Nation. Cody will be speaking on September 9th, Nashville, Tennessee, at the Bell Tower. Brand mm -hmm. new venue. We're selling tickets every single day. You want to get some of them VIP tickets so you can hang out in the VIP rooms. You can go to the uh, concerts at night. You can be at the lodge on Thursday. 
And Cody typically comes in and spends a lot of time with people there, getting to know people, watching, meeting and greeting, sitting in the audience, taking notes. I mean, he's a real student of life Thanks, and his buddy. craft, which is why he's shown significant growth over the last few years. So, man, I appreciate you and look forward to seeing you in Nashville. Thank you, brother. Super excited. Appreciate you as well. Look forward to the opportunity. And I will see you guys in Monster Nation as well. All right, brother. Have a great day. Thank you, Coach. Thank you. Thank you. Before I get started, there is one very important question I have to ask you. Coach Michael Burt, Monster Producer Academy CEO. He's a personal friend of mine. What good is it to have knowledge with no desire? What good is it to have desire with no skill? What good is it to have knowledge and skill with no confidence? A big part of activating your prey drive is finding and refining your talent. This is something that helps you get to the next place. People are made up of four parts, a body, a mind, a heart and a spirit you need to know you and then you need to have an awareness and sometimes you don't even know what you need so all four parts of our nature have to be clicking your hard skill solves my problem the bigger the problem the more money people are paid to solve it everything is valuable to your future what i'm really paying you for is your past a monster producer combines multiple skills to dominate a market when you get to wake up every day and do what you love doing man it is hard not to be motivated they think at a higher ordinance than everybody else. They want to create new things. I have a conviction about me, and that's the conviction that you feel when I talk, when I speak. It comes across as passion. You got to learn how to connect to another person at such a deep level that it moves them. You have goals, you have targets, but you don't have a sense of urgency. They're going to exchange money, energy. They're going to raise capital. They're going to start new businesses. There's going to be joint ventures. I think your purpose finds you. It is activated. The word activate means to initiate. Discipline, which is a derivative of the word disciple, which means to give yourself to a person or cause you believe in. Do you believe in your future, yes or no? When we know better, we do better. Finding the problem that you are uniquely qualified to solve, and you don't know what problem you really solve for whom, then there is no big financial exchange right there. You should leave here thinking bigger today than when you came. And I want to shake your hand and look you in the eyeball when you make this decision. Thank you. We'll see you in the back. God bless you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you.